Welcome to Texas Hockey Talk, presented by Dallas Hockey Fans. Enjoy the show. Before we get into it, a quick word from our sponsor. Are you tired of paying overinflated electricity bills? Well, let us help you. Contact Samuel Stevens with Infinity Energy and see if solar is a good fit for you. At 469-235-7461 or sstevens at goinfinityenergy.com. Thousands have saved in Texas already. Why not you? The Dallas Stars are still alive. They win game six Friday night and are headed to an iconic game seven up in Calgary Sunday. Holy cow. We've got a lot to talk about. Jump in here. They keep their season alive. Oh, man. Where do we even begin? Um, Hey, guys. This is Bubbles, founder of Dallas Hockey Fans. Glad to have you with us here. We've got our two co-hosts along with us, Bunzi, our in-house hockey star, and Brando, our fellow admin on Dallas Hockey Fans. Now, quick editor's note, me and Bunzi are actually in the same uh, room together, so hopefully our audio stays up to speed here, but Brando, let us know if we uh, start sounding like crap. So let's jump into it here. Brando, I'll let you take the lead. Your takeaways from a really unbelievable 4-2 win um, in Dallas here. Oh, man, so many takeaways. Um, First off, Ottinger just continues to be, you know, the best player on the ice for the stars. Um, Miro became a different human being tonight, it seemed like, and and really took over the game from the back end, from the blue line. Um, We outshot the Calgary Flames. What? What? Outshot them? Did that happen for real? We had Um, 40. Yeah, that's that's unheard of for the stars, right? Side note, Nikita Zadorov might be the biggest piece of shit human being ever. Um, that half South Park, half sloth from Goonies. What is that what you called it, Bunzi, earlier? I mean, yeah, yeah. We're trying to keep it a little politically correct, but yeah, that's about as close as it gets. And yeah, the way he controls his anger, uh, pretty accurate. We might have said a, a few un PC things off uh, off camera or off mic, but you know, um, yeah, I just like not getting too deep into it. But in my opinion, completely led with the the elbow there went high, dangerous hit should have been a five in a game gets nothing. Um, I'm, was that I'm thinking uh, it was on Glenn Denning. He and you. It was it was an elbow, and he he clearly made contact with the head because Glenn Denning like leaking out of his nose. Um, but yeah, he's, he was nutso. Um, and then, a piece of shit. He did that. And then he almost took out, uh, uh, Michael Raffles knee late in the game. Yeah. I mean, just he's, he's a whack job. He's certifiable. Um, uh, maybe, maybe needs to make a little trip to the loony bin up in Calgary when they um, land back home. But yeah, like um, that. yeah. Stars just, I mean, played played a great complete game like they have to to win um and and obviously forced a game seven which i mean cardiac kids man i i swear i'm going to die by the age of 50 and on my tombstone it'll say died 
because Brandon watched too many stars games and it's <laughs> that that's how, that's how it's going to end for me. But yeah, those are my takeaways. Wow. He's already predicting his death here. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Lindsay, what are your main takeaways from, from that? Holy cow. Well, to preface this, uh, to start off, me and Bubbles are in a car together right now. We're out at the lake recording together, and we were watching the game on a stream that was a little bit shaky. So we were added with the anxiety of trying to keep up with the game in the weirdest way. And that game was pretty stressful uh, for a lot of it, just like typical Dallas Stars ga uh, games can be. But um, here's how I think the game went down and why some bad things can end up being good things and I don't want anybody to get hurt. And I hope Glenn Denning's uh, doing okay. And it looked like a concussion and hopefully not nothing worse, but that's, that's bad. And uh hope he's doing okay. But something like that, where it doesn't get called um, that, that can fire up a team that can kind of make or break the uh, decide the momentum. And I think the stars rallied around that. And when you get Rupe scoring his, uh, one of his first goals of the playoffs at a clutch time and you have your best line playing like your best line. How can you feel uh, any better about your team to start off a game? And then to continue with that, we get another goal, right? And we're feeling really good. And for me, I, I don't know. This is kind of the typical part of Dallas Stars hockey where you don't know what is going to happen and we're sitting in the second period and we're uh, kind of getting a little bit comfortable I guess maybe a little bit complacent and I didn't even mention Raffle scoring that second goal how hard he works all the hard work in this playoffs he's doing um, it's stuff you don't recognize during the regular season that comes alive in the playoffs and he's been waiting to be on a team that he can kind of show off the skill set he has. And uh, it's shining through in many ways. And he's been one of our MVPs in these in this playoffs for us. And we wouldn't be at a game seven without him. And that's a fact. Um, so that's that's huge. Um, but yeah, touching on the Zadorov hit um, from my perspective, he is a tall guy. He is about what, six, five, six, six um, on you know, that can make you up to six, nine. And he's, he's coming down on Glenn Denning, who, who's barely six foot. And um, it's not like he's really launching into the hit, but the primary contact and the way the hit went is the typical motion of a primary head contact sort of hit. He dropped straight down. His stick went flying the way he went um, weightless to the ground and landed that was a very violent and uncomfortable thing for me to witness. And I've seen some violent hits in my life and Lord knows I've received plenty. And that scared me. And that, that just goes to show you how much force and how much head contact was involved in that hit. And I really, really, really hope player safety takes a deeper, deeper dive into that. Cause the fact that that wasn't a fucking penalty call is a joke and player safety needs to take a deeper dive outside bubbles after watching the replay countless times but you know they said in the tnt um broadcast you got one guy defending it and another guy saying no player safety needs to take a deeper look yeah on, on the tnt show they had um i forget his name but a, f a famous former uh referee or officiating official and he was describing you know moment by moment 
if this was a good or bad call, the way that the officials put it. And yeah, th this guy, this veteran was just all over like, hey, this hit was high. He was off the ground, pointing out every aspect of it. Not that it, there was even like an, uh, um, you could question that that should have been a major penalty. And yet somehow in the game, the refs right there in front of it just missed the entire call. Um, uh, really remarkable to hear a veteran kind of uh, go against, you know, his fellow officials like that. But um, hey, if that's the truth, I'm glad he spoke up and said that. Look, I watched it frame by frame in like yeah. elbow, like there was a clear, like, extending the elbow motion um yeah the elbow extension kind of happened like maybe right at the point of contact and a little bit after but like i mean you it's clear as day to me it can't be um, a like a league that's trying to protect player safety with head injuries um at a minimum that's a game um that they missed Missed that call, like you mentioned. You sent you sent us a text right away. That that should be a minimum five in a, a game, right? I, I mean, five in a game tonight, and then I think he he deserves to get suspended, you know, for game seven. In, in my I'm, opinion, I mean, if you're gonna give Jamie Ben a five thousand dollar like uh, for tripping fine for tripping, <laughs> like th is this not is this not a game suspension? I mean, yeah, did it, I just, from your perspective, I noticed um, in the game, it seemed like the refs were in spots to call stuff that was extremely questionable and let a lot go. It seemed for a good portion of the game that it was in favor of Calgary not um, getting calls against them. A lot of bad fortune, and I'm glad it didn't get us too frustrated because that's that's what kind of happened. You know, we get a bad a bad hit, no call. Glenn Denning's down. We're getting a couple missed calls. We get um, Klingberg with the no interference call from Coleman, which was a joke. And, and they call it on Suter. Like, yeah, what did that they was unbelievable. So, so we're starting to say, okay, how bad does not want us to be in the next playoff matchup or who's got money on in Vegas or something's going on? Questions come out, right? Yeah. I mean, as a fan, you're like, can't we trust this to be the real thing? Like, I mean, it, it, it in in reality, you don't want to blame refing too much, but when it's right in front of us, we have every angle on the camera. Refs aren't perfect, but we have the angles and we know the rules and we've watched enough hockey to kind of say, okay, that's not consistent with what we've seen. Well, first um, off, there was a ref like looking straight at Blake Coleman and John Klingberg. Like it, it was the 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 first two people in his vision were Coleman and Klingberg. That guy just, I mean, he just, he didn't want to call it. So continuing, it, we, we let that adversity kind of build up and no, no calls. And then what happens immediately is stone um, answers. And then not, not a few minutes later, Backlund, who's been firing on all cylinders for Calgary. We can't seem yeah. to have an answer for him. It seems like we get overwhelmed with the other few lines and he's just sneaking, sneaking in there. And that just goes to show you that he's a pretty good player. Um, yeah. We don't really have an answer for him because he's had an answer every single game for, for us. Um, so that they immediately get that two, two lead. And I'm starting to think, Oh shit, not again. Um, we felt this all too many times, even towards the end of the regular season against bad teams where we had leads and let stuff come back. And we were the better team and had that lead. And look, 
looked like this shaky, unconfident team real fast. I mean, Brando, you, what were you thinking when they so, tie it to two? I was thinking the same exact thing, like typical, like stars go up, play well, catch a few bad breaks, you know, not, not like they were playing poorly, just catch a few bad breaks. But I think that's when a flip just absolutely switched for Haskinen, right? He, it kind of has that unlucky bounce off of Haskinen for the tying goal. And then it's like the next two offensive zone faceoffs. He's just taking the puck after we win it and driving to the net, right? He's, he's going ham. He's going hard at, at uh, Calgary. And then he ends up getting a goal. I mean, Haskinen just, I mean, kicked it into that gear that we know he has. Um, and and that's a, a huge positive out of that. Like, especially in the second period, he's taking a goal into the third. But um, I, that's when I noticed Haskinen just kind of flipping the switch. I don't know about you guys. It started off with great work. We we sustained pressure in their zone for a long time before that goal happened. And we started to flip the table on um, kind of some, some of the momentum and started to look confident right before we score, scored that goal. We earned it. It wasn't a lucky goal. Miro crossed the fuck out of whoever was coming towards <laughs> it was, him. It was Kachuk. Yeah. Kachuk. We need to zoom in a little more like that and make it seem like that's the same thing NBA players do on the court. He crossed him up, and then he went in and had his head up and found the spot, and he shot and sniped just like we want all of our defensemen to do. Find their seams, get good shots on that, and we had people there in front just in case, and it was a great shot. And that's what he has, a quick release. Well, that was impressive. I mean, just the timing of the goal after giving up and uh, the 2-0 lead. Give it up. And then you keep pushing. You don't let it mentally defeat you for the rest of the period. That was remarkable, and that really does give me hope. Yeah. Yeah. That and the fact that yeah, I, I just felt like we were cycling puck, pucks better in the, the offensive zone, sustaining, you know, time, um, yeah. stringing passes together. Um, it, top, like you said earlier, Bunsy, top line, looking like the top line. Um it, it was it was overall a, a great game. It's it's a scary game to watch, you know. It's I mean, so close, but well, hey, great game. Yeah, and, and shout out to the fans at AAC after the near miss, about eleven minutes to go in the third. Those people stand stood up, and they kept up there the entire rest of the game. They stood up the whole game. Incredible! They stood with their team, like oh, literally yeah. stood with them. I if you're in a playoff atmosphere and you're, you don't feel like you're blocking somebody's view who can't stand uh, and you want to stand, stand loud and cheer and convince other people sitting around you to stand up because you don't get many opportunities to be in an arena and be a part of something like that where you play a huge part in a team winning. You know? Yeah. Man, it was loud. You want to know what made them stand up? We worked our... We won in the faceoff dot, 67.7%. Kicked their fucking asses. That's huge. Hits, we beat them thirty-eight to twenty-three, and we finally, finally outshot them. Like what? Like what more can we ask from this team in a game that matters the most, with all the pressure on the line? Gutsy game, man. I mean, Brando, I'm sure we're just, you know, I, I think we're all kind of feeling the same thing. Just an amazing. There's your recipe. There's your there's your game there's seven the recipe. recipe. Yeah. Everything yeah. Bunzi just said. There is your recipe. Yeah, now go yeah. out and do it. Do we know what time game seven is Sunday? Ooh. 
Hey, can still... I say something real quick? We uh, were hard on a few players with our recent post, and uh, you know we stand by criticism of players. And as fans, we we look deeper into some things than most surface level fans would and we want to be hard on them but we have all respect for everything they've done for the organization and what they do for the team and um especially jamie ben and tyler sagan and how they've helped build hockey and put us on the map in so many ways so we have nothing but respect for them and they worked their asses off tonight and helped get us to this point and have played a huge role in other ways than just scoring so we have nothing but respect for them and john klingberg and those are guys we want to succeed no no more than any other player. Um, but, yeah, bottom line is we're going to point things out the real way, and that's what we want to do as true fans. Yeah, when Gotta they do, do bad, it. let's talk about it. When they do good, praise them. Got to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you hit it right on the head there. I mean, they've – I mean, Sagan and Ben have really revitalized hockey in this in this city, right? Um, and in the state of Texas, but you know, when they're, when they're off their game, they're not playing well. I mean, that's, that's 19 million towards the salary cap. That's not playing well. You know what I mean? It's, it's fair to criticize. So, yeah. Well, Hey, and I mean, yeah, if, if they do great, we'll call them out too. You know, it goes both ways. His ass off tonight. Sagan getting that empty netter at the end was huge to make us feel good in that last few minutes because Calgary was pushing once again, and we can't ever feel comfortable no matter how much time's left, and that that's big for us. And they are working hard, and you know we didn't mention in that post, um, you know they got paid the money they got paid at the time um, they deserved it for all the things they had done for this organization, and um, we're criticizing them for kind of where they're at now, but understand. You know, injuries happen, time happens, and they've given a lot to us. So um, let's hope that we can continue to push and keep this energy we have right now because these boys are looking good. And I have every confidence that uh, we're a better team than Calgary, and we proved it tonight. And I think we have enough in us to prove it again. And, uh, you know, let's just touch on a quick funny side note that's uh, important to me as a fan and what I've noticed um, – we need to keep up with trends. That's what Texas Hockey Talk wants to do is keep up with the stats. And what I've noticed is the two home games we've won, we've had a very special fan. Um, Brando, Brando, can you describe this fan for the listeners? Well, she's pretty hard to miss. Um, and she gets a lot of camera time. Um, <laughs> I'd say, you know, about 5'8", five, 5'9", five, blonde. Yeah. Um, I hear she has a pretty popular uh, social media following. Not sure if there's an OnlyFans in there. I don't. <laughs> maybe there is, but um, she's she's got a couple uh, very very large growths on her chest, and um, you know she has been at the only two home games that we have won this series, and I think maybe a GoFundMe is in order to uh, send her up to For Calgary. The next game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we need her there game seven. I'm not like she needs a GoFundMe. I'm I'm sure she's raking in the dough. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure she's what in the top zero point one percent of all not, creators. This is an investment. She's investing in the organization by showing up and cheering. Um, she keeps us focused on the ice because uh, you know, 
uh, if the fans get distra- uh, you know, the players get distracted with all the fans cheering loud, then we can't just focus on what's going on the ice, and that that's what matters. Right, right. You know, she's there making sure the players focus, and um, she cheers loud, she's proud, and you know, bottom line is, um, there's good vibes. Good, good vibes about good it, right? Vibes. Yeah. True. True. I feel a sense of patriotism that come. You know, feels Texan. Yeah. Like. Yeah. There's shit like bald eagles soaring through the arena. <laughs> I don't know. There's something Some magical. Flags. Like yeah. Fourth of July is happening a little bit early <laughs> in the already, but um, yeah, it's kind of like a Jessica Simpson meets uh the what's it Jessica Rabbit or whatever. Uh, you know that's well, what you get. That's what you're getting, right? Yeah. If anybody's interested, um, uh, name is Natalie Gavro, um. She's got an interesting Twitter account. I mean, the, her feed is entirely Dallas Stars right now, but uh, whoever her surgeon is, shout is, out is real. He deserves a lot of the credit, you know. Um, he, must be some good luck in there, maybe. Uh, you know, <laughs> athletes got they're, they're blessed and, somehow. Got her surgeon and God too. Yeah, blessed oh, yeah. by the surgeon God. <laughs> yeah, the uh, plastic surgeon that. Um, created those magical globes um well, probably actually, well, nothing confirms we've until we don't know anything we don't even know her we no, actually... I mean, I'll, well shout out to one of our followers who actually comment on i think a photo a couple days ago from the first game she was at and he stated to us that his girlfriend identified the exact manufacturer and size of those implants uh it oh, turns out yeah. they're american made where were they saw yeah, some, yeah some random uh, so, USA, yeah, not a, a state you would think like Miami or California. It's like oh, a random that state. reminds like, me Wisconsin. You know, well, oh, we oh. make cheese curds right. in uh... Miami's not a state. Oh, have you? Uh, have you? Did you guys ever watch like any of the Comedy Central roasts? Like, the reminds me of uh, a line on the Pam Anderson roast where I can't remember who it was, but uh, one of the the comedian said, you might be Canadian, Pamela Anderson, but those tits were made in the USA. <laughs> so nice. it just kind of reminds me of, uh, of, of that. I mean, good Great Lord. reference, Brandon. And you know what? You, you That's the issue is you just mentioned tits, and I we weren't even talking about that. We were talking about just her heart and how hard she cheers. And, you know, we would love oh. to eventually see if we can get her on the podcast because we want fans and that we want fans to come on the podcast. Yeah, this is a show for fans. Yeah, this is what we do. We care about the fans, and that's what we're pointing out is that we've noticed a trend. She's keeping Rick Bonus on his game, and you know, he was in a recent interview and you know, he didn't even notice because he's focused on the game and that's what the team's doing, and she's focused on the game. And the fans <laughs> are focused on the game and I'm focused on the game. So we're all focused on the game, right? Uh, no, I was focused on her boobs. Oh, that's, that's a problem. Okay. okay. Talk to you after he this. Needs, that's a bonk. Yeah. bonk. Yeah, right? <laughs> he gets a couple bonks. Well, All right, I'm just well, being honest. Well, moving along. That's, that's <laughs> enough for the So we got two game sevens coming up. This is huge for Dallas. Let's talk real quick. We got the Dallas Mavericks playing this Sunday against the Phoenix Suns in Phoenix, as well as the Dallas Stars playing in Calgary. What a turn of events for Dallas sports. Brando, how are you going to do it if 
both the Mavs and the Stars have game sevens at the same time. Yeah, I'm watching Stars all day. Like, I mean, okay. that's not even a. It's I, I honest. That's talk. Huh? I don't want to lose. Well, I mean, are you doing like a two TV setup or the iPad, the phone? What's I guess role? it's a good time to be brutally honest with you guys. Um, I'm actually um, I, the only team in Dallas I, I support just because I grew up, you know, just loving hockey. And when I moved here, it was it was, you know, the stars, the stars, is the only team in Dallas I, I support. I'm actually a, wow. a, a Lakers That's fan. News. <laughs> I'm actually, a, I've, I've been a Lakers fan my whole life. Uh, no, you, can't say that. Yeah, you know, Brando, don't, let's not dive into any uh, other teams you're fans of because we should, next, you're next, right. You know, where people are going to resent you for all the wrong things. And yeah, I know. You're a stars fan. Yeah. Look, I am, fans. I am stars is my, that is my team that out of any sport, like stars, Dallas Stars, they have my heart. That's so, all that matters. So for me, I think it's 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 a great opportunity to uh, – it's kind of hard. You know, I feel really bad for uh, Dallas fans who love both basketball and hockey who have heart conditions. Um, <laughs> this Sunday is going to be a hard Sunday, so keep the diet light. Don't have any cheeseburgers or you very, melt, very well may be on the ground uh, with a heart attack. So keep it calm. Keep it chill. Keep it. Good vibes only. Stay on the Peloton, maybe. Put that in front of the TV. Yeah. Eat your greens, boys. Eat, Eat your greens. greens. Yes. Vibes only, but I'm feeling good. You know, the team looked good tonight. We made it. Get a couple ice baths. We made it. Get on that flight quick. Quick three-hour flight to Calgary. And we, you know, we need to get over, get some Timmy Horns in us, and we need to start feeling good, right? You know, we need to get we need to get Coach uh, We need to get a bonus interview in here soon. Um, yeah, we'll try to get him after the next game. Yeah, but you know, I'm feeling good. Looking forward to Game Seven for the Cal uh, against Calgary. Uh, kind of what are you, what's your last note, Bubbles? What do you think? Uh, well, let's do game predictions. Let's put it out there. Game Seven. Uh, I believe they said Sunday night. What's predictions. I don't want to. I didn't. We didn't. We didn't do predictions for this last game. Let's just leave it to them. The boys got it. I don't want to predict it. I don't want to say anything. Okay, about anything Bunsy's out. I, I'm saying the Stars win after tonight. They gave up a 2-0 lead and then still hang on for a win. They're mentally ready to do this. Brando? Look, they have the game plan. I, I always stars win. That's I mean, I'll I'll yeah. die on that hill. My prediction is stars win every time. Um they have but like we said, they have the game plan, they have the blueprint. Right? Yep. Everything that yep. Bunzi said earlier, that is how you play and that is how you are going to win. Right. Shut that crowd up by playing exactly how we play tonight, and the Stars will win. You know, it's easy to point out our flaws when our top line and certain players we expect to do well, what we saw this whole season, uh, um, weren't. And when our top guys look good and everybody has a role to play, we are playing great. And I feel confident going into Game 7, but I'm one of those fans who doesn't want to do a prediction, wants to leave it out for the team that, you know, I obviously want to win. But I'm not going to say anything about what I think they are going to do. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun Game 7 to watch for sure. Man, um, just the fact they made it this far, that already proved most of the analysts wrong. It did. I mean... Like I saw a graphic on Twitter the other day. I, I think it was a stars fan who like he, he showed a graphic of like all the analysts and what their prediction was for our series. And um, it was just scratching off continuously. The ones it's, that were wrong. It was like, yeah. you know, Calgary and four, you're wrong. Calgary and five, all y'all are wrong. Calgary and six, all y'all are wrong. Yeah. So well, now it's on the series, baby. So, yeah. 
yeah, one thing. Thank you all the fans who entered into the the ticket contest. And yes, uh, we appreciate uh, you guys interacting on the page and continue to do that. And what our goal is to do is to continue to raise more money and to do more things like that in the future. Because our goal is to get as many fans to games who typically wouldn't go to games so we can not only help grow the game, but help fans want to grow the games with their other friends and get talking about hockey more in texas and this is a game that is not exciting to watch but builds memories forever and is worth being a fan of so yeah and it's it. something we really love to do um i mean just j just seeing the sheer joy i mean i still buddies with you know one of the guys we gave tickets to like a couple of years ago that's I mean, awesome still reaches out and you know says thank you for it and and um Oh. Yeah, it's just awesome to to see um, fans that don't typically go to games uh, get you know, excited over tickets and go for sure. Yeah, uh, Oscar, one of our followers, won those tickets for today. So yeah. shout out to him. Yeah. Sure. Big shout out, Oscar. Our listener and all you fans who listen and, you know, we're starting to grow this pretty quick and it's been a lot of fun so far. So continue to spread the word and uh, good vibes going into this weekend and have a great Saturday and get ready for an amazing Sunday. Get ready for Sunday. Oof, Sunday. It's going to be fun. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It's like those old wrestling commercials. Go to church if you need to. Yeah, go to church and say a prayer. Uh, maybe a Hail Mary before the game. <laughs> That's Woo! right. Hey, if you're stars Catholic, win. you can drink. Stars go, win. Boys. We stars survived good. game six. And that's all she wrote, boys. Let's get back to it. Brando, thank you for joining us tonight. Bunsy, we'll continue the party over here in our undisclosed location. Unless you said that earlier. I don't have a bonfire to attend. Yes, you only bonfire. said you're at a lake. There's tons of them in Texas, boys. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Covert operations. Yes. Catfish, Bear Lake, 69er. Don't do anything the good Lord wouldn't intend, boys. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, thanks again, everybody, for the listen. Uh, enjoy your weekend. We'll see you guys sometime on Sunday. And uh, just a reminder, follow us on Dallas Hockey Fans on Facebook. And for now and forever, Go Stars! Go Stars! This is your host, Bubbles, founder of Dallas Hockey Fans, reminding you to like and subscribe this new podcast both on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.